0: founder's day to the devastating divas of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated from HBCU post radio.
1: But we had Jalen McKee on. So Jalen is the alumni that we all aspire to be. She graduated. She did her thing in her student leadership position And then she became just this big mogul PR expert doing so many things with her clients. So I had to talk to her and had to show her love on J13. And we have a very interesting relationship and a very interesting link because I actually talked to her. I paid her consultation fee and I talked with her about the growth of Pulse literally January the 14th after J13. I paid to talk to her. We had a one hour and 15 minute conversation about the direction of Pulse and what I needed to do to grow HBC Pulse. So this is an amazing conversation. It was just life coming full circle. So check it out. My conversation with Jalen McKee. From 2016, 2017, Miss Savannah State University. She's also the owner of Jalen McKee & Co. where she serves as a publicist for her clients. Check it out. Hey! Hey! So let me ask you, so how are you feeling today? Um i'm an
0: adult now so i've been on calls back to back i've been working i've been glued to my computer mm. it's definitely not like any of my other j13s before but you know what though that's okay because i'm blessed i'm happy i'm doing what i love to do and so that's all that matters i'm going to dinner with a soror after mm. this so you know um you know it's just j13 as a grown woman <laughs>
1: I, listen i understand i understand especially that grad life so let's go and just get into the interview. So. You know, you went to Savannah State University. You were Miss Savannah State University. But tell us, you know, why did you choose Savannah State University as your as your institution?
0: So the reason why I, you know, you know, it's a funny story, and I tell this story all the time, honestly. But um, the reason why I chose Savannah State University was because, um, sad to say, it was a last resort. Uh, honestly, at first, now, 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 now keep following me with this story now. So in the beginning, I was so. I was so bent on going to Spelman college. Like I just knew that Spelman college was going to be the college for me. Um, I went to the, a day in your life. I went to, you know, just about all of the Spellhouse homecomings because my older cousin was at Morehouse and I was already in Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. So I just figured like Spelman and I, and I'm an only child. Mm. And so I just felt like Spelman college was just going to be that, that number one, that premier choice. Like I just, I just embodied myself as this Selma woman, but long story short, God had other plans, and so I took my butt to Savannah, Georgia. And the reason why, and let me tell y'all, this is a funny. Let me tell y'all a real reason why I picked Savannah State. I had a choice. I literally was like, so my options were Fort Valley or Savannah State. Mm-hmm. That, that was the. I was an upward bound. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with upward bound, yes. but. I was an upper bound. And so my upper bound director was like, listen, I can hook you up. Um, you know, your, your choices are limited because I purposely only applied to one school. I didn't want to go to any other school. I did, Now, I did get accepted into Xavier, but I only applied for one school and that was Spelman. Mm-hmm. So my, and my mom, my mom was like, we don't have Spelman money, so you better go with what your upper bound director says for you to do. So, he said you can either go to Georgia State, child, or you can go to Fort Valley or Savannah State. Mm -hmm. The only reason why I picked Savannah State was because they had palm trees and a beach.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As a Fort Valley graduate, I can tell you that we don't have that at all.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I looked it up. I said, oh, Savannah State is cute. They got palm trees on the campus. I'm going there. That's, that's, That's it. (laughs) The
2: rest
1: was history. <laughs> I feel that I feel that so at Savannah State you like you had you a legendary student leadership career so tell us about <laughs> that student oh yes I do I do and you're gonna see how much I think is legendary in a second okay. <laughs> but like tell us just about your student leadership journey at Savannah State oh child it's
0: been a minute um okay let's see so so freshman year I was almost um, not about to go to Savannah State because for two days I didn't have housing. Um, And so housing was very backed up that year. I think that they had accepted way more students um, than they had housing. And so I think it was a situation where my mother was like, look, if you don't get housing, you coming back to Atlanta with me, you're just going to have to go to community school. And I was crying my eyes because I I went from thinking I I was too good at Savannah State to damn near begging Savannah State to, to take my little ass in. Excuse my language, and so um, I walked up to this lady who was now my mentor to this day, who was who was my soror, who who actually wrote my Delta letter. Mm. I walked up to her as a freshman, and I was like, "Listen, listen, ma'am, my mother is trying to make me go back to Atlanta with her. Can you get me? I don't care where I'm going to be. Can you just get me somewhere?" Mm-hmm. So she pulled me to the side. I didn't even know who she was at the time. I didn't even know like she was in high. She was a she was the higher up edge. She was she mm-hmm. was um the title three director, and she was the she was the chief of staff to the president. Wow! So I didn't know all of this at the time. I just walked up to the first lady, who I saw. She pulled me to the side. She said, "Look, I'll make a deal with you. If you come here and I and I help you out, you have to have the best HBCU experience." Can you do that for me? I said, I'll do whatever you want me to do. So she put me in, so she put me in brand new, brand new dorms, brand new housing. Um, I had a handicap room, so thank God because I'm a only child. I didn't even have, I didn't even have a roommate my freshman year. Wow! And so from that point forward, I made a promise to her and myself: I'm going to make the best out of Savannah State University. Although this was the school that I did not want to go to, Savannah State gave me a chance. Mm. And so, with that being said. Um, first thing, first thing, first. I hit the ground running. I did what I knew. Well, I did what I did as pageants. So I ran to be the residential queen for my university for, for my um, for my resident. So I was Miss Tiger Court, and so I was a resident queen for two years. And so after that, I became Miss University Village. Um, and I think in between that, I think I I did my very first um, women organization. I joined. Mm-hmm. I'm a member of the National Council of Negro Black Women. Um, I was on student, not, oh, child, not student council, SGA, Student Government Association. Uh, what else did I do? I was on Freshman Academy. Um, so after my, I want to say my sophomore year, after I was a residential queen for two years, I was Miss University Village. Oh, child, I was, I was a Tiger ambassador. Um, so I, I gave toys around for the students. What else did I do, honey? I was a timeless model. I was, um, if, if listen. For all y'all who y'all, y'all know how, how the, the modeling organizations y'all play. Um, who child, what did I do? I was a timeless model. Um, I, I was a part of, um, PRSSA. Mm-hmm. So the Public Relations, um, Society of America for the Students. Um, and then I, I ran for Miss Junior. I was Miss Junior. Um, uh, and then what else would I do? Um, uh, I was really heavily involved with the Mass Comm Department, um, Oh child, I I, just, I did so much. I think I did Big Papa. Big Papa's on here. Big Papa, what else did I do? I did so much. You,
1: clearly um, you did more.
0: <laughs> I, I did I did every year. I was I was so busy. Like I, I had assistance while I was when I was when I was in college. I don't even know how I did that. How you how you a college student and you got other college students being up. But it, it was I know my, how that
1: feels <laughs> it were
0: my, my baby were my babies though. It was really like a mentorship. It was a mentorship thing. Um I did a little bit of everything, but in the end um senior year i did run and i became miss savannah state university 2016 2017 and then i also um pledged the greatest sorority um known to man which is delta sigma theta sorority incorporated and that's how i ended that's how i ended my um uh, my matriculation and here we
1: are today <laughs> here we are today so Let's talk about that Miss Savannah State journey. So it, it's crazy to say this, but you were Miss Savannah State University in the mid 2010s. Like it feels like I was yesterday, but like, it, like that was my sophomore year. So like you were Miss Savannah State in the mid 2010s. So tell us about your reign and that experience back then. Listen, times have
0: changed. Um, and I yeah. sound so old. It's, it's been, what did I graduate? I graduated in 2017. So I ran 2016. So it's coming up on what, Five
1: years. Five years that's yeah, crazy.
0: Ooh. Oh, um, okay. So let's see. Let me, let me. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. Okay, <laughs> boom. So I, so at the time I was Miss Junior. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna tell y'all a secret. Can I tell y'all a secret? Want to hear? All right. So when I was Miss Junior, the real reason why I even ran for all these positions was because and I hope Lord Jesus I hope I hope the baby ain't don't get on this on this live but the real reason why I ran for these positions was because my boyfriend from back at home had broke up with me so i was going through a really bad breakup right and so at the time i needed something to keep me busy and so because i was a mass comm student i was like listen like i can run for these positions and i can practice my profession and if i'm good at it then i'm going to be a publicist but if i'm not good at it then i don't think i need to be a publicist mm-hmm. so that's kind of how i measured like that's how i married you know being being a queen and now like what I am today like it's so crazy so you know shout out to him but like that is the real reason why I ran so when I was Miss Junior like I needed something to keep me busy so I ran so I ran for Miss Junior so after that I was like okay so everybody was like so while everybody wanted to sash in the crown I was just like okay I just want to make sure I can practice PR because I was that kid in the mass comm department sophomore year like Where's the internships? And was like, baby, you don't need an internship until your junior year. And I'm like, no, where are the internships? So because nobody was giving me the experience, I said, you know what? I'm going to make my own experience, and I'm going to run for these positions, and I'm going to practice. And so that's what the Miss Savannah State Campaign grew to be. It was practice for PR it was practice to see if I could be a real public relations professional mm-hmm. and so I'm mm-hmm. talking about we started a whole year early right so I had literally um I had all type of Savannah State alumna so my NCNW advisor was was my mentor and she was an alumna of Savannah State and so we had a really close relationship I'm talking about my whole break it was not a break like once I made up in my mind like okay I want to be Miss Savannah Stakes to see if I can really do PR. Like I took it, like I took myself serious, like as if I was my own client. And so we sat down. We came up with a strategy. We came up with a game plan. You know, I had ambassadors. I had freshman ambassadors. I had sophomore ambassadors. I had junior ambassadors. Um, you know, I had a street team, right? So I had. So I had my marketing team. I had my social media team. I had my prayer team. I had my styling team. I had my glam squad. I had, listen. I had everybody lined up. We had a we had a secret group meet group meet. We was doing secret meetings. We was having secret meetings on campus because you know at the time you cannot you you cannot technically meet up with your campaign right. team until after you get approved to run. But who got time to do that? You right. know what I'm saying? We had to prepare for that. Um, you know, a year in advance, and so. Um, you know, I, I just thoroughly prepared, um, you know, the day before campaign. And, you know, I just I just really hate that these queens don't have that experience, but their experiences like, you know, everyone experiences is one to their own. Um, but the only thing I can speak on is mine. And I literally, this is my favorite part of the campaign. I was sick to my stomach. I was in knots. We didn't already announce ourselves. You know, you kind of kind of do your little declaration, like, you know, hello. Um, But after you get approved and and it's time to get the show rolling, literally, um, I don't even think, like, it was spring break. I don't even think I had a spring break because um, I was at, I was at the, the print company place on campus. I, I forget what it's called. I was there and I was at Staples. Staples was down the street. And I was printing all my banners. I was printing all my flyers. I was printing all my marketing materials. I was getting my T-shirts together. I was getting my table set up. Um, and so I had my team. We had walkie-talkies. We had a pickup truck. We had, I had people stationed because campaigns started at 12 o'clock that night going into that Monday. I said, okay, this is not a game. Um, up top, I need three people at top. When we first walk into the school, I need three people stationed over here. I need pick pickup truck right here at this location, and so I had everybody positioned. And so when we got that green light, once we were everybody was stationed. I said, I need everybody in position at eleven o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about I had my freshman babies coming back. It was like their camp, like other people's campaign team, my campaign. Team, they was about to go neck and neck. I said, uh, uh-uh, we not gonna be messy. No, that goes. We not- Whoever gets there first is, is, is what it is. Right. It was so intense. It was like Hunger Games. It was, but, but it was one of the most funnest times of my life. Like, we were literally on campus, like, late at night getting ready to put my banners up. And so when we put the banners up, like, at the same time that it was time for my banners to get put up, I had my social media team in place. I said, all right, y'all ready for these flyers? okay, this is the caption, this is the, this is the, um, this is the teaser photo, we, I was like, you know, we're not gonna give them too much at 12 o'clock, we're gonna, we're gonna release our real flyer once everybody else dropped their flyers. and then so from there, like, it was just so much fun, like, I think that the best experience about that was, like, like, freshmen were connecting with seniors and juniors, and, like, I feel like those people had meaning, um, uh, like, had, had fostered real relationships with each other at the end. It was like an experience within itself within those within those two weeks. Like, I wasn't eating. I wasn't sleeping. Like, I remember literally, like, walking, like, when it was time to, like, reveal, like, who won Miss Savannah State. Like, like Miss Savannah State was so intense on our campus. It was three of us running. It was so intense. And so the day that they announced it, I remember, like, I couldn't eat. I wow. couldn't sleep. Like, people had to, like... I thought I was walking to my funeral. Like, that's how I remember Like, I remember, like, people just had to, like, hold me and walk me. And, like, I sat in the bed, and I was just, like, this the whole time. I ain't had no makeup on. I I couldn't. I ain't had no lashes on. And, baby, when they called my name, like, it was like an outer-body experience. It was just, like... It was was a moment between me and God. But I wouldn't trade that experience for the world. Like, I think at the time as college students, like we didn't even realize about like the outside world. Like it was like being on the HBC was like really being on the island. Like I didn't know what was going on in politics. I didn't know what was going on in the real world. I didn't know anything but what mattered in that moment. And it was it was it was winning. And so when I did that, I said, okay. Like the first thing I said to myself, I said, okay, Jale, you can go be a publicist now.
1: <laughs> so, you know what's so interesting. So I, I have to, you know, just bring this up. So. I, so I first learned about you. So you were Miss Savannah State when I was a sophomore, and I had just got in SGA. And my SGA president, Lawrence Malloy, who oh my God. <laughs> Lawrence Malloy, who got me in student leadership. The reason why I'm even here talking to you right now is who I just all he, he always talk about you like Jalen's amazing she's gonna be this PR magnet she's doing all this great stuff at Savannah State so I was I like I was like who is Jalen McKee because you know Fort Valley Albany Savannah so close so yeah. what happened was you know like time passes and I'm about to graduate so I'm like okay I've started HBCU Pulse Pulse is growing so you know I'm, I'm thinking about okay what do I do I want to do this mass comm thing so then I saw your Instagram so mm-hmm. you came up to me again, as far as I just seen like the gentleman I think I know her. And I was I'm like, this who Molo was talking about. So what was crazy is that I really became weird craning with you in August of 2018, right? You were on a podcast called the HBCU podcast. And it's crazy because I've, I've already heard this story because you told the story on the podcast and here's the thing. So
0: here's what I'm gonna do. Check this out. I always tell people, you know, when they ask me, how did you get your first client? I always tell people I was my first client. I literally put 200% in my campaign when I ran for Miss Savannah State. People were able to download Miss SSU app for me on both Android and it was iOS compatible. When I won, I didn't realize that I was just evolving into this woman and I just learned so many different skills. I learned how to event planning, leadership, even when it came down to the um Ebony magazine, you know, we do this HBCU um campus queens. HBCU campus queens campaign. Actually, being getting a chance to be featured in the magazine, didn't even realize that was my first media placement.
1: And when you, when you said that was my first media placement, I was like, "All oh, this is making sense!" Like, "Oh my gosh!" So it's so At crazy. <laughs> I'm telling you so it's so crazy because like we had the J9 show with another Jalen Jalen Baker who's a Sigma and he said this on the show with CDK on Saturday. My career didn't start as soon as I graduated. I graduated in a direction that I would recommend that no student do. I was that stellar student leader but I let that student leader piece overpower me preparing for my life and preparing for those things that I need to get ready for so when I graduated I had no idea what I was going to do. I had no job and everything So I want to ask you this question because I think, you know, we see two perspectives. Jalen is great. He's doing his thing at St. Augustine's, and you have your own company. So I I want you to speak to just everyone, the Queens, just everybody watching. So how do you transition from that student leadership role to really taking over that alumni role and really doing what you want to do as far as your dreams? Like, how do you do that? I love, first and
0: foremost, I love that question because I feel like that's something that Um, you know, our university just really didn't prepare us for. I feel like I gave so much of myself to my university and when it was all said and done, I looked up and I'm like, oh shit, you know, I'm about to graduate and I'm about to go into the real world. And I always say, I always wish somebody would have pulled me to the side and been like, Jalen, what are you going to do? Like, I knew I wanted to be a publicist, but like, did I have the steps? Did I have the that I have the tools to get me there? No. And so, you know, I use myself as an example of how I got to X, Y, and Z um, as an example for any other queen coming after me. So all the queens, all my baby queens, they know when they reach out to me, I'm not giving you advice on how to run your reign. I'm not giving you advice on the of, of the things to do, of the things not to do. I'm pulling, I'm pulling you to the side and I'm saying, what's the plan? What are you doing? What do you need? How can I be of assistance? Because um, you know, we just mm-hmm. simply like that's just a, a area of focus that our HBCU just didn't didn't tell us. It didn't tell us. And so the way I was able to pick myself up, I had to, it was a mindset change, honestly. I had a um I had a really hard reset. And I think uh what what helped me with that transition a little faster was was my tribe. Was the people around me? I tell people all the time: if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Right. And so I moved. I, I immediately moved from Atlanta, from Savannah, straight to New York, um, because because I had in the back of my mind, I had an idea. I just didn't know the tools or the steps to get there, but I I knew I believed in myself. I believed in myself along this way. And the other and the only thing that 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 helped me back, or really didn't help me back, but kind of pushed me was, you know. What could go wrong? Like, like the worst that could happen is, you know, you go home. And so, you know, I took a risk on myself. I took a risk on myself when I ran for Miss Savannah State. Like, and that same gut feeling that I had, you know, I went with that. So, you know, I think the first step about it is being self-aware. I think the first step about it is kind of, I think one thing about us as HBCU students is, you know, yes, for four years we lived on an island. But okay, there is life after this, right. and so once I registered and I processed in my mind and the people around me, a lot of the people who are around me and who are who are a part of my my core tribe, my community, are were Savannah State alum who were very successful in their career, and so I was able to kind of get that firsthand mentorship of Jalen. You had an amazing reign, baby, but it's over. Let it go. Mm. What are you gonna do next? And the, and the minute I registered that is how, and that's when I started like shifting my focus because I feel like for so long, like we, we have a hard time letting go, right? You have a hard time. Like, okay, like you graduated and yes, you can pour back into your community and yes you can mentor these, these people. But you, I wanted to also be the person that people looked up to, to say like, I want this person to be my mentor. How was I gonna be that person if I was still stuck at Savannah State? Exactly. Like I wanted to be one of those alums like where you know you hear all these amazing things about these alum from from Howard and FAMU and you know Jackson State. Like you hear about all these amazing people, but like the only person who we really had was Shannon Sharp.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I mean, now granted, I'm not.
1: It's I'm more, not just but yeah.
0: I'm not discrediting anyone that, you know, came out of Savannah State and right. are doing amazing things, but as, 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 at least for my profession, there wasn't, I, I couldn't think of any other publicist that came out of Savannah State. Right. But so I have to create this lane for myself. Like I, I have to create this lane for the next 10 years. Like, cause, like one of my, my lifelong goals. Is to actually go back to the Savannah State Communications Department and really be an adjunct professor. Ooh. but I want the students to be excited, like, oh, like yeah, we got we got Professor McKee coming, like, like oh, she's the X, Y, and Z in the industry, and so like I I needed to have a why. A wide pass being Miss Savannah State. A wide pass being a Delta. A wide pass, you know, all of the accolades that I did. Because at the end of the day, what the sad reality with student leadership that I feel like we don't talk enough about is what's next. Exactly. Okay, that was cute, but what? But what are you doing after? How are you establishing your identity after? And I feel like so much, so many of us we have a hard time because. We literally I, I, I tell people all the time when I went to when I went to New York, I think New York was a was a was an amazing hard reset for me because you know, North and South, right? Like there are no HBCUs in in North, in New York. Right. Like there are people who went to HBCUs that live in New York, but there aren't so that HBCU culture, that Southern culture, that doesn't exist. So me going up to I, I was working at Hot Ninety Seven, I'm working with all these celebrities. They're like, you know, What is that? You was an HBCU woman? What is that? (laughs) You was Delta. what's that? And so it was a very, I went from being dead girl to to girl, 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 who are you? So like, it was a very humbling experience, uh, you know, being out of my comfort zone and having to recreate my identity and just figuring it out. But I had to believe in myself. I had to have that same gut feeling that I had um, when I was getting ready to run for Miss Savannah State. Um so I you know I hope that ha- answered the question
1: cuz oh, you I you answered the question just so beautifully and it's, and it's crazy because like and it's just like a full circle moment cuz I don't know if you remember but 2019 after Founders Day I remember I paid your consultation fee and we talked for like an hour that afternoon about what I we wanted did. you know post to be <laughs> and all those different things and like you really gave me a lot of perspective just within you know just the journey so I just want to say thank you you know what I'm saying just for that moment because you know it's so Pulse, vocal yeah like pulse has become you know th- this thing it's like it was that moment that we really talked it was like i gotta take this seriously i like, literally like like i was in the dorm with you know the eventual miss fort valley Takeria moore we were talking about her campaign and i was like hey y'all whatever i'm i'm, I'm listening to these notes i'm taking notes right now on the call with Jaylen. y'all y'all can have that you know what I'm, I'm, like, I'm thinking about i'm thinking about 2021 <laughs> i was thinking about that back then um, but check this out. So we have Taryn Tyson, who is Miss Claflin University, and she is uh, a diva as well.
2: So Terry you, you hear? Hi, sir, and happy Founders Day. Happy Founders Day,
0: baby. How
2: are you? I'm good. This is my first Founders Day, and so my first question for you is this. Um, you know, from your first time today to now, what is one thing, one piece of advice you would give to fellow sororists, um, that are Neo, super neos (laughs) like myself, um, what, what's some advice you would give us, uh, moving forward into these next, well, into this lifetime really of being, um, a part of this sorority?
0: Um, that's a beautiful question. Um, I would definitely, um, advise for you to love, love on your line sisters. Um, you know, love on your chapter um you know i I you know it's so funny um uh, my first founder's day, um I wasn't with my line sisters, I was actually in New York sacrificing and grinding it out, broke as hell um but um, uh, what I did do was I did reach out um to some local sorors. and I had a profile actually, um you know, that I got a chance to spend founder's Day with, and it just made me um. So appreciative of the sisterhood, um, so appreciative of the sorority, um, because some of the things that I learned while I was online, you know, we were able to sing songs, we were really able to fellowship. And and, you know, some of those moments, you know, you have to understand, you can't get these moments back. You know, that's one thing like me and my line sisters were talking about today. Like, you know, we posting all our old pictures from when we cross and stuff, and we like, dang, we were just babies, but you know, really, like, really love on your chapter, really love on your line, sisters, love on, you know, just any soror that you've made a connection with, whether she wrote your letter, you know, whether she's a soror, you know, whether she's your HBCU um, sister queen, um, but she's still a soror, you know, really make those memories, because, you know, these memories, especially undergrad, you can't get those back, so, you know, I really say just really, really be in the moment.
2: Definitely, definitely. Thank you, and um another question that I have just is the based off of what you just said um your sister queens um so there are many of us that are uh, deltas what is the best way i think um you know I think kind of there is split personality sometimes. Uh, sometimes you have that nuggety bug type of personality, and sometimes, you know, you have to be very regal and very classy. Um, all of those things kind of go together, but what is the best way to intertwine all of those different things, whether it be um, a part of a sorority or be a queen on campus? What is the best and most beautiful way that you can possibly intertwine all of those attributes of yourself?
0: Um, that's a great question uh, because at the end of the day, Um, You know, although I didn't get a chance to cross until the end of my reign, uh, you know, one thing about Jalen is, you know, understanding who, you know, I'm a, I'm a student first, you know, you know, I came to Savannah State to get a degree. um, And so I want to make sure that I I leave Savannah State with a degree. (laughs) Um, And so, so that would be my number one advice, you know, understand why you came to school, Um, make sure you get your degree. Um, The other part of the advice that I would give you is understand that there's a time and place for everything. You know what I mean? There's a time to be, uh, you know, there's a time to be Miss Clapping. There's a time to be, you know, a Delta. And there's also a time to to be a student. Um, And so make sure that you have a balance. Make sure that, you know, you practice really good time management skills. If that means that you need to have a little apprentice program on campus to kind of keep you together, do that. I had, I had two assistants um but they were freshmen and, and i didn't and I didn't treat them um you know like like an assistant like oh go get my coffee um it was really more so like a mentorship um because they went off and they joined you know student government um you know in their own perspective leadership so it was really more so like a shadowing experience and and I just made it a mutually benefited relationship but you know um definitely understand that there's a time and place for everything you know especially in a day and age where you know, Instagram is utilized heavily within your ring, you know, do covid and things of that nature. Um, you know, understand that, you know, understand what you signed up for. Understand that you've signed up to be um the representation of your university. Um, so you know, everything doesn't have to go on social media. And if it does, go put it on your close friends and keep it cute.
1: I feel that. I feel that. So, you know, um, I know you have so much to do and it's found as so I don't want to hold you up too long, but I just really enjoyed this interview. Just once again, thank you for coming on. So just tell everybody where they can find you and just what you have coming up for 2021.
0: Who child, um, where you can find me. You can find me on my Instagram. Life is Jalen. Um, you can find me on Twitter. Um, I think it's life is J J H Y, um, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm really big on LinkedIn. Um, and you can also email me. Um, my email is in my bio on my Instagram. It's info at Um, Some things that I have coming up for 2021. Um, I am finally having an internship program. Okay. I know a lot of people have been asking me. <laughs> a lot of people have been asking me, like, Jalen, when are you going to have interns? I see, you know, um, the HBCU Mr. and Miss Page came in. I know people on their team have been asking me. A lot of, a lot of HBCU students reach out to me. Um, and you know, I want to be a, the best leader I can be, but at the same time, you know, I also want to, you know, you know, get a paycheck <laughs> and keep my clients. And so, you know, I just wanted to kind of find that perfect balance before I announced it. So, you know, I'm really dedicated to pouring back and especially to my HBCU babies, um, be on the lookout. Um, it'll be very, very soon. I don't want to release the day yet. And y'all hold me accountable and then it do happen, but Q1, I promise you, uh, I'm going to provide that internship experience that I've been wanting to give back. Um, I'm an open book. Um, I'm like the big sister you never had, child. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, follow me on Instagram. I follow back, DM me. I, I may take a little minute, but I'm going to always get back to you. So, um, you know, <laughs> thank you so much, you know, for getting... Um, thank you so much for reaching out to me. You know, I love HBCU Pauls. I'm so proud of the platform and how I've literally watch it grow as if it was my own baby so you know you are just doing a damn thing you. and you know like I said if you ever need anything I'm always here you're locked in too. Too- OK. HBCU Pulse the number one outlet for HBCU, HBCU students, students.